the whisper in your ear. That's uh, that's Dan's name. That's his uh, that's his name on the bio on WeberStateWeekly.com. The whisper in your ear. Dan Martinez is the whisper in your ear. <laughs> I like that. It's so <laughs> dumb, dude. Welcome to the Junction City Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Martinez, with me in the virtual octagon. Oh, it's good to be back. It's good to say that. Mr. John, John Twinkletoes Miles. Hello. It is good to be back. It's good to hear you doing that, buddy. Your right. little opening shtick. <laughs> nice job. And as always, the anchor of the rock, Kobe Peterson. <laughs> What's up, fellas? I'm really excited. You know, we, we were getting beat up online. They were like, oh, these guys don't even podcast anymore. What the freak? Yeah. Okay. Oof, man. I guess let's talk about, you know, let's I'm come out of our right. cave. Let's talk about pod. Let's talk about politics. Right. I wanted to talk. So on today's show, it's just going to be a, a hodgepodge of uh, whatever we want to really talk about. I mean, like, there's so much to catch up on. So much to catch up on. We can talk Blake more. We could talk some. Uh, huh. yeah, uh, oh yeah, we just got to wrap it by all of it. I know everything. Um, and then we'll do our pinkies up, thumbs down after you know, thirty minutes of talking. <laughs> uh, but first, perfect. Make sure you tell your friends, your family members, tell uh, them we're back. Yeah, people that live in Weber County, people that live in Salt Lake County, all your Dem friends. All those, all those like Republican friends that you know that were like dipping their toe into like Democratic politics because they were tired of the Trumpism stuff going on. You know, they were like tired of being called racist. You know, those friends, you can invite those friends on yeah. and and share the show them, with them. Tell them one of us is turning into a Republican. <laughs> Have them that's join the be, forum. That's you, right? Yeah, that's you, right? <laughs> oh, it's a lie. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, you know, I took over the Twitter uh, for a couple weeks there. That was that was a lot of fun. Uh, um, everybody noticed. Everybody noticed. Katie Matheson noticed. I know that for a fact. It's because she owns Twitter. She does own Twitter. But let's talk about what you guys been doing. What are the hap-haps? Holy crap! It's been oh, dude, two I've months, got a thing. right? Almost two months. Look at look at. So you listeners right now can't really see this, but. John Miles, the last time we met, had a pole, stripper pole in the background. It's gone. It's gone. It I don't know where gone. he, he have a, a couch replaced full of it. stuffed animals. <laughs> he replaced it with <laughs> stuffed animals. Yeah. What's going on? What is going my basement's on back a mess. there? Dude, my basement's gonna be done soon. I've got sheets of drywall in my garage right now, so that's pretty awesome. That's why I got a bunch of stuffed animals in here. Dude, but no, your wife, she got COVID, right? Oh, yeah, man, she did. And and nobody else got it. So I'm pretty that's, sure that I. Dude, that's that's like that's the boat bananas, we're in right dude. now, man. Because like our daughter tested positive and nobody else has it. And, and do you so, quarantine from her? I mean, not really. It's Yeah, just like, we didn't either. Okay. And then dude, like. I she, looked it she up. She hasn't been very sick or anything. We're just like, this is so confusing. It is confusing. But like the health department calls you and they're like, all right, you got to do all this stuff. And we're like, okay. But yeah, man, it's real weird. I looked it up. In-home transmission rate is 40%. What is that? Uh, but what? No I mean, way, so dude. It, what? That's what they say. All kinds of households, people don't transmit it to other people. We So we got yeah, a you're... pretty bad case of it right over Christmas. 
and like in everybody the Martinez got it. household. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Everybody Dude, I was positive. so that was crazy. I was so worried my wife and I would both get it because she was like knocked on her ass. And if I would have been knocked on my ass too, then it would have just been no good around here, you know? Yeah, with little kids, babies. Oh yeah, no, not babies, but little kids. Yeah, my kids are all older, so like we were all out, but like everybody was just on their phones and like just <laughs> chilling in their rooms, you know? Like mom and dad are dying upstairs, but they're just like, whatever. It's time to play video games. I'm gonna beat Halo on Legendary. Yeah, dude. It seems like it just it just exploded where suddenly I know 10 people with COVID like all the time. It feels like. What about you? And yeah. And then you too, Kobe, right? Yeah. Like I said, our daughter tested positive last week. And so, yeah, we've just been at home and like, OK, Man, not it's going so... anywhere. but like nobody's sick. Like even she doesn't have symptoms, really. It's like she's just sitting there. And so it's like, I don't is this real? I don't even know, man. It totally is. Don't don't even play that off because it totally is. You lose your sense of taste and smell and you can barely breathe. If you have asthma, go to the doctor. Like, don't mess around with this shit because go get a, go get an O2 sensor. Sleep on your stomach. There's so many things like. I, well, I, I don't I don't mean like is the virus. Oh, real? Cause, oh, cause, oh, cause, oh cause, yeah, yeah. Like, is, yeah, cause, like cause she really my like grandma. Yeah, because my grandma passed away from the virus at the beginning of December. So. I mean, yeah, it's very real. Well, that's <laughs> like, the tough thing about it, though, is that a family can get it like your family right now, Colby, and just be like, this is nothing. And it kind of fuels that other side. And if they don't really ever look at right. somebody who's having it like Dan's family. Yeah, it's weird. It's real weird. So isn't that isn't that so crazy, though? Like um, the, it almost feels like just kind of with everything that's been going on, COVID is almost like a second like. For, for, for us, at least, it's kind of like this background thing that's going on right now because um, just because of everything that happened last week during, you know, with that, that insurrection. Um, and then you've got the Capitol and uh, the National Guard. Everybody's getting sent to, you know, the inauguration. It just feels like, oh, right. And we're in a lockdown. That's right. We have there's a pandemic <laughs> going on. It's like. Jesus. Yeah. I actually was just at City Creek this morning and there's boards over certain stores like the Rocky Mountain Chocolate Factory. Like mm -hmm. first we saw it over Bank of America, but it's just it's it's weird down there right now. And the way that it's weird that pandemic stuff was weird eight months ago, it's weird to go by the Capitol, City County building, the malls, you know, second south and have it all just be boarded up right now. That's that's a weird feeling. Like literally boarded up. Yeah, big sheets of of uh, particle board dude is it like is it like um those zombie movies that you see you know where there's just nobody walking downtown and they're just boarded up stores and shit walking kind of. dead style i mean it kind of is i don't know i try to stay away from salt lake as much as possible yeah i like salt lake i got no beef we took the kids down to just ride their bikes around downtown you know we run out of good outdoor activities, so that's right. what we came up to, with. I gotta so complain. You, I don't have I don't have no beef with Salt Lake because when they talk down to Ogden, that pisses me off. Oh yeah, I like Salt Lake. Oh, I wasn't talking. I was just saying, you know, because there's a lot of people there. But whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, hey, I've got beef hey. with Salt Lake too. I'll talk trash. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Well, that's what the Hap Haps has been going on. I mean, like, that's uh, catching up on our lives. So What's been going on with yeah yeah go I ahead. think I think first biggest news locally 
is the Lou thing. I think we should just start yeah. with that. Uh, like there may be a lot of people who who aren't following politics and don't know that Lou Shirtliff passed away. Uh, so that was, I think it was December 30th. She'd been battling pneumonia over like three or four weeks. And, um, and from what I understand, they were testing for COVID and they were testing for other things to figure out what the cause for the pneumonia was. And they never really figured it out from what I could tell. Mm. Um, so yeah, that was really sad. Um, and then, so the process to replace her because she had just been elected again to House District 10. So th that process is that all of the state delegates in House District 10 get together for a special meeting that they needed to be really quick so that the replacement could be sworn in uh, soon. Right. So we, uh, we're starting up here soon, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think the session probably is in a week. I don't know. We'll talk about that more later too. But anyway, so uh, I think it was just Saturday, just the 16th, that the Democrats got together and they elected Rosemary Lesser, who was a OBGYN um, in labor and delivery. Uh, so she will uh, be the new representative in House District 10, which is pretty exciting in its yeah. way. I like it. So I don't know um, Representative Lesser, Lesser super well. Um, when we did over the summer, Dan and I did these town hall uh, with the candidates events right. that were a mm -hmm. lot of fun. We did them Weber County, Davis County, did one Salt Lake County. We did one in Washington County, went to St. George for the day, for the night. Shout out to Jamie Cheek and Ryan Cheek for being a part of that and coming down and helping us out. We really appreciate them. Uh, yeah. So, but um, Representative Lesser, Doctor Lesser, was there uh, at you know the the locations when we did Weeper and Davis, and so it seems like they were really involved folks. And then so you know after the sad news of hearing Lou passing away, which was, was really surprising, you know, because Lou had just won re-election and looking forward to the legislative session and all that, and now all of a sudden just bam, uh, she was she was gone. Uh, it, it was nice to see that okay the, the the district will will move on and you know there was an uh, it was ranked choice vote a lot of really uh, familiar names if you've been involved in weber county politics and uh representative left one so yeah that that's big news what else no i did want to like i did want to mention just a little like talk about this um the whole process and how that worked um, you know, it was, it was very, it was, it's devastating to see, uh, that, that she had passed, right. Lou had passed. Um, you know, it was unbelievable too. Like I, I kept seeing, you know, these, uh, things about her, you know, just on Facebook and stuff. And, and you don't really, and you kind of just think, oh yeah, she's going to get past this. She's going to get through this. She's going to get through this. And then it didn't happen. And, um, it, it, how many people that we know, right here uh, on this show that have been on the show, right. That it, it truly like affected and, and um, she's, she's touched so many people's lives. And, and I think it's, you know, we can't say enough about how much work she's done and, and how much she's done for the County party. And um, you know, filling that seat is, was probably a difficult decision to make for everybody there. Um, and I don't know, you know, it's hard because you don't really know a lot about, I, I don't know a lot about this person coming in, uh, this doc, doc, the doctor that's coming in. Um, but there were a couple of names that I, that, that were out there that I was surprised that it, 
it'd be interesting to see like what the vote count was or like how well um or you know where people sat with certain people um you know because we saw like miss miss betty uh she was on the list um i i would have been interested to see like okay was there like a reason why not like what was the reasoning for this person not this person you know because um you know mrs betty's been a part of the uh, of the of the of ogden for a while now right so it was just kind of like she's an advocate and you know so it's sort of hard to talk about the like Lou had been talking about who her replacement would be for a really long time. Like, um, right. I mean, spe specifically with Oscar, a lot of those conversations were happening, but along the way I was involved, mostly just talking it out with Oscar. Um, but there was not a name that I could bring up in all those talks. And they literally went on for a year because there are things, uh, I mean, <laughs> there are things I can't really talk about yeah. as far as that goes. But anyway, there were, it was a conversation for a year and Lou actually really wanted Rosemary Lesser. And I mean, part of it was that uh, um, she believed that Rosemary had that same kind of tie to the community. I mean, what Lou said was you need somebody who's going to be a proud Democrat, but they need to be able to do that in a way that doesn't put off certain people in the district by which I think, I mean, I'll just say, I, I think she kind of means the Shadow Valley crowd. Like you've got a lot of people who are, you know, a little scared of the democratic agenda. Sometimes. Right. You're talking about like, um, like the get out Democrats, right? <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> no, no, I get what you're saying. Like there's a, there's a legit argument there to have, and I'm sure that they had it, and I'm sure you know. I'm sure that this that she's going to do great, right? And you know, you, you back her because we don't, you know, she's been in there in in and around the county party for a while now, and that's great to see her. And it, it sounded like something that Lou wanted and was a successor, kind of in training, kind of thing, right? Grooming her to, to run, maybe potentially. Um, uh, and and again, like I said, there's the argument to make about like. Well, what are the numbers? How, you know, the, the, the Lou barely won, and you know, is is this next person coming in? How are they going to do um, in that district again? And and like trying to keep that seat blue, right? Like there there are all those things that you have to make, you know, to, to consider. I get it. Yeah, I, I want to know, like, well, and like just my my personal experience here has been very weird because. I know what I know about Rosemary Lesser, I know from Lou, right? But when we had those talks, the idea was that Lou was going to be alive and, and stepping down and being replaced by somebody. And so I don't think that I thought, I don't think that Oscar thought that making this case would necessarily be on our shoulders. You know what I mean? And so right, in a way, right. there's this thing like, this is a thing we should go out and push but at the same time i can't push for Lose, rosemary the way that lou could do it and so I, I i might not even be useful trying to do that so that was a really interesting experience i had with all of this and and i decided to just step well, back and, to... and let people go for it right what are we gonna say Carlos? Well, another thing to consider another thing to consider is that by the time that this uh, the next election comes up, we were probably gonna have a redistricted House District 10. It's gonna look different as well, because that was what a lot of people talk about. Like, well, who's a person who could not only you 
you know, go in and be effective in this legislative session, but could potentially hold on to the seat in the future. But that's a, that's a big unknown right now because we don't know what the districts are going to look like in about a year because they will be redistricting soon. The census numbers will be coming out. And then based upon that, they'll be redistricting the state. And I mean, we've talked about it here on the show. We anticipate a Republican gerrymander again because, you know, that's just who they are. They play games. They don't go out and campaign and convince people of the merit of their arguments. They play yeah. games. So let's so let's talk about that, because that's kind of what I, I did want to talk a little bit about. And it's a good uh, segue into um, the, the upcoming you know, legislative year or session. What what are your thoughts on this Spencer Cox administration coming in? I mean, like, look, the, the whole thing with him was that he he said in debates, because we have it and we have the video, that he's going to be strong and uh, you know, uh push back on 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 these um Republicans, you know, that are 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 giving or putting out bad stuff. So is this something that Spencer Cox can or does get involved with? And like, is there, who do we put the pressure on to make sure that these um, districts are drawn more fairly? Well, the, the first place to put the pressure is um, on the, you know, on the legislature, once the committee, cause there will be, you know, right. just based on prop four, there will be a nonpartisan committee or a bipartisan committee or however you want to say it, because there, you know, are remember Democrats, Republicans, independents on that committee. They will be coming up with a map and then submitting that map to the state legislature. You know, the breakdown there is like we talked about in the legislative session last year is that the state legislature in a compromise with other folks, they took out key provisions of Proposition 4 to shield themselves from public criticism. And so I won't be surprised when that map comes forth, looks good. Uh, you know, no map is perfect. So there are, you know, maybe going to be some things to quibble about, but Overall, I'm going to guarantee that the map that the, that the committee puts out is going to be far better than whatever the, the Republican supermajority puts together. And then once that's up for debate, I think that's when you start beating in your legislator's ear. And I think that especially if you live in a Republican district or, you know, your legislator is to the right, that's where you get in their ear and you really pull the democracy thing, especially right now with what we've seen in the state, in the, the nation's capital with right wing, you know, act. I don't know. I don't even want to call it activism just like you know right-wing sedition man like these guys showing up with guns and intimidating and busting in and just like you know pushing their agenda by force onto people not going out there not convincing folks you know like that's that's basically what republicans do and no doubt like there's going to be misinformation about the redistricting process even i think from probably state legislators because they're going to come out and say well, you know, we, we've been very transparent. They're going to do the Utah nice thing, right? Utah nice thing that's, that we've talked that's about. That's what I'm here. trying to say. Like that whole, that's but what you got to push back and say right now is that be that Utah nice thing, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Can we not just be like, yo, Hey, this is some bullshit. If you let this go through Spencer Cox, like what the fuck, man, what, what are we, what are we doing here, bro? Well, honestly, like pushing back at that point. So say, you know, you push back on your state legislator, you know, you're in their ear and they don't care and they still pass it. Then it goes to your state senator. You know, the state senator does their thing, and you're in their ear Buxton. about it. Yeah, it's gonna, ours is Greg Come Buxton. On. Get and, you know, they don't care because Greg Buxton votes with the with the Senate president, you know, 90-plus percent of the time. I think it's like 95-plus percent of the time. The guy is literally a rubber stamp, and it was really disappointing that we couldn't find somebody to run against him this year or last year. But then at that point, you know, if, if both houses don't listen to you, 
and don't listen to the concerns of people who will come from both the right and the left if they try and gerrymander again. Yeah. Then it goes to the governor. And then, I mean, at that point, like, you're on Hail Mary. Like, if you're pressuring Spencer Cox to veto that and, you know, say, no, nah, this is wrong, we don't have a lot of hope. Because I honestly don't think – I could be wrong. He could surprise everyone. But I just don't think he has the guts. I think what he'll do is – equivocate and say well it's not perfect but it's what we have and we're just going to move on here and like he'll give the party what they want at the end of the day uh, that's what i think yeah. it will happen if they try and pull some games and so it's going to be really important that you know not only do you get in your state legislators here but you're talking to your conservative uh neighbors who have a problem with government you know corruption you know because i think that that's a bridge that we can say yeah nobody wants gerrymandered districts because it creates extremism within the state legislature if you have more moderate or districts that are more competitive those legislators listen to their constituents because they know they could lose in november right but, but if 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 it's they do if it's just well the thing is this though like if you if you've got districts that are designed to be very conservative or favor a or like you said gerrymandered so that you know a republican has an advantage they're going to be less likely to listen to you because they don't care uh, you, you know, th this this district is drawn for them you know, they've chosen their voters and they know that their voters are going to vote for them. So you can complain all you want, but I don't have to listen to you because my seat is not up for grabs. I don't right. care. We've seen it a thousand times in CD1. Rob Bishop doesn't care about you. And now he's gone. And Blake Moore won't care about you either. Yeah, well, I, think, ahead, John. I, I think the best place to put pressure is when the committee sends out the recommendation, because with Prop 4, we said, you need to follow the recommendation of this committee. And in the time well, since then, they've given themselves the power to decide not to take that recommendation. And we need to just, that's when we should be putting on the pressure saying, the will of the people was that you guys would follow this recommendation. We made this board, they made a recommendation. There's no reason for you to come in now and change it. I think that's the best chance we have. So yeah, that, and that's kind of what I was what I was uh, getting at, right? It was like, look, it, once that recommendation is made, that's like we, I, I, we should be pushing forward or forward with more like um, getting to people that are on that board, I guess. I don't know if that's something that people are doing right now. I'm, I would assume that's something that's happening. But after that whole thing is, is done, like tweeting at Spencer Cox, because you know what? That guy tweets all the fucking time and he tweets about dumb shit and he tweets like people that we know. And it's like uh, about killers or like music, the killers, the killers, not killers, but like the killers. <laughs> and, and like, you're just like, bro, or the jazz. Like, what, what, are, you, what are you doing, dude? Nobody cares. I personally, about you I don't kids. hate cops. I want you to veto this bullshit gerrymandered district map, buddy. How about that? How about that? Then we can talk jazz. You want to talk jazz? How about we talk about the gerrymandered map first and then we can talk jazz because i'll talk some bullshit on on rudy gobert because he's an old frenchman that doesn't know how to play center and he's past his prime and you guys paid overpaid way too much for him there it is boom well i'm the i'm the centrist on the show now i think and i think <laughs> i'm the centrist <laughs> whatever that means dude whatever that means. it's my uh, anyway, I think in the state, there are two wings of the Republican Party. There are the crazy ones, like the Speaker of the House, and then there are rational ones like Spencer Cox. And I think he's done a fine job of distancing himself from them to at least a certain degree. And I at least understand that he has to 
work with them sometimes. That is his party, etc. But I think the best thing that liberals in this state could do is really have his back when he does something cool. So that instead of pointing out the times he does something shitty, he's a Republican governor. You know he's going to do stuff shitty. But when he does something cool, let him know that you've got his back so that he can feel the support to keep doing that stuff. Oh, uh, right. Like, so when you, when Mitt Romney did that shit exactly. on the plane, right? And then he, and then he got up and gave that impassioned speech, um, told all his, his fellow Republicans to tell the truth, because that's mm-hmm. like the, the best way to make this thing, uh, to, to start the healing process for their party. Like the only way. Yeah. Um, you're saying to, to give them props, give them kudos and say, good job. You met the minimum standard of being a good person. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. You okay. are at least decent. <laughs> yeah. No, no I, I, I know. I can't shit on Mitt Romney, though. I hate it. I want to. I mean, there, I, there's still some beef that we can have with him, but overall, Mitt Romney has been integrous with his comments, especially about the transition of power in Washington, because there's been, I mean, we've seen it, man. There have been people who are just straight up using this to their political advantage, and they're the same cast of characters that you see all the time, right? These freaking people who don't care, act, they don't actually care about public service to their country. All they're doing is just getting up there and be like, oh, I'm just going to push this forward. And then when it gets rejected, because they know it will get rejected, you know, people like Ted Cruz or this new Congress lady from Colorado who's pissing me off. Like, the one with the gun? They, Dude. Yeah, the one yeah, with the, the gun, gun who keeps doing Jeez. stupid crap. And now the FBI came out and said, oh, man, she gave a bunch of big tours to people in insurrection. Have you guys got any family members oh who you consider fairly rational? who voted for Trump this last time. And like, now you're having a really hard time not being like, look what you voted for. You still don't get it. I'm having this drill in the back of my mind with someone in my family. I'm like, do you see? Do you see why? But But I'm trying to say, I think that 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 you're okay to shake them. Yeah, you can shake them a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think you're okay to do that, John. I feel like Trump a second time. You're not rational, bro. You're not. Here's the here's here's, here's I mean, that's a good poll question. Have you seen Joe Biden's voting record, Colby? Come sure, on, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, so I wasn't gonna get into this, and well, you know, we'll we'll get into like some Joe Manchin shit later. I'm sure, <laughs> yeah. but uh, that guy, he's gonna be my next dude that I'm gonna be giving my thumbs downs to. I'm, I feel it. I can feel it already. Some of the stuff that he's coming out and saying already, you're just like, dude. Sit down, bro. What are you doing? What are you yeah. doing? It's, it's, it's so. It's really funny how within the Republican Party, the you know, I don't know if you guys remember like 2010 Tea Party wave when uh, Jim Dement was a was a power broker in Washington. Yeah. If you remember that, uh, yeah. And so Jim Dement, you know, is kind of and he's a guy that's on the right. He's a Tea Party guy, right? And so he's sort of this king. And it's so funny how in the Democratic Party it is the complete reverse. The people that are the power brokers in the democratic party are always the moderates. They're the ones that you have to convince, right? <laughs> it makes me laugh so much. So wait, let's go back a, to that complete really, opposite of the GOP. Let's go back to that really quick, because I do want to put this out in the, in our forum as a poll. First poll of 2021. Wait, wait, wait. Dude, gonna, let's I'm put gonna, John's, I'm gonna, I'm John's gonna cue it up right now. Let's put John's question out there. Okay. Hmm. How how do you um? How are you talking to your 
family friends members. Friends and family. Right? No, you said rational family members. Uh, yeah, they voted for Trump a second time. Are you yeah. are you gloating or not gloating? What would you say? This is like because oh, I want to gloat now, like more than I did. <laughs> it's not the win that made me want to gloat. It's when he's turning on him, crossing more lines. Like everybody oh, knew he was gonna. You're like, he's oh, like, he took so the all that bus stuff and I ran predicted. over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm just trying real hard to not gloat. That's exactly it. Should should John gloat? Ah, it's not gloating, dude. I feel like it's not gloating. It feels like gloating. <laughs> <laughs> or like scolding? I don't know. Either one I don't want to do to my Yeah. Um also, you know what? I did I did kind of want to since we're talking national stuff too, um I, I wanted to put this poll out there. Do you guys like the no more? No more? Huh? No oh, more hashtag? Oh, yeah. Or did you guys not like that? Because totally got to, yeah, I got to use that in two years. No, I got to use it in two years. It's two so years? Why two years, bro? You'll start using it right now. No more. No well, yeah, more. that's what I'm saying. But like, as part of, yeah, as part of the election, yeah, yeah, oh, that's definitely oh, got to roll. But I agree. Like, right now, no more. Like, what, what are you doing? Like, Nina Morse is always on the guy's case, and rightfully so, because he's like, well, I'm going to move back to CD1. And he still hasn't, to anybody's knowledge. Like, nope. So, like, we should, you know, just start sending him real estate listings. Like, hey, here's a great place in CD one. Here's uh-huh. a great place. That's actually that's Just actually a great idea. Funny. Well, let's do that. <laughs> Under our, yeah, we're doing that. Wait, but th- that's not why we should be mad at this guy though. I mean, he did go speak at this Eagle Forum thing a couple weeks back about stop the steal right before all this stuff happened. And then and then, what did you guys think about his cens- censure censure? Um, that he signed off on. Did you guys see that? Um, so I think, yeah. So my thing with this is that Blake Moore has no idea what he's doing. He is, it's obvious to me that like this dude is a lightweight. And I think I said that on social media like a week ago. It's like this dude has, doesn't know what he's doing. He is hanging out with the Eagle form. It's like, bro, why are you hanging out with them? Like you're literally in Congress. Like you don't need them. So what are you doing? Why are you right. hanging out with them? Right. Like, why are you talking to this group of, you know, uh, of extremists who are from a bygone era? You know, like we still win your elections in Utah. I feel I, like I he guess. just got like a, an old binder from uh, Rob Bishop. You know what I mean? Yes. This is the book I used when I ran in 2000. <laughs> in, in 2000. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 2002, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so. I think that, you know, the more I watch Blake more, I think that it's clear that like this guy doesn't know what he's doing. And so he, when it came to voting, you know, for the rejection of some of the election results, he goes along with it. Right. He just goes along with it. It's like, bro, what are you, what are you doing? You know, like, Mm -hmm. this is not the way, or, you know, he's like, well, I, I, I think that, you know, we should just take it easy. And, you know, and he immediately starts parroting the Republican line where it's like, you know, this, this impeachment is just, you, you know, this is divisive and we, we can't be doing this. Like, no, man, like there is no unity without accountability. Like this is the thing that is pissing me so off so much about these guys is that they're not they're not out there saying like, oh, yeah, you know, this, the, you know, these these kinds of actions have consequences like they simply yeah. have yeah. not come to grips with what the people, especially a lot of people, key people in their party have done and they're not willing to censure them publicly. Blakemore will do only do what Republican leadership wants him to do. Okay, know, so this clear. is what I was going to ask no you guys. He, he, I wanted, I wanted to, 
um, put this out to you. What are the odds? What are, what are the chances, right? Zero to 100% chance. Zero meaning it's not ever going to happen. Zero ever, n- never. 100% means it's going to happen tomorrow. What are the chances that Blakemore becomes a this Mitt Romney style of uh, Republican? Because, and the reason why I say this is because he got up and said a couple of things off the cuff during that, um, during the... Uh, vote for impeachment that I it, it kind of sounded like he wanted to move like push a little bit further on, on, on some of this stuff with like these right-wing terrorist extremists right but he didn't because we later find out that there was like death threats or something right so what are the odds that that, that happens four I think they're, they're give bad. me give me a number give I'm me like a number so here because you know how I am Five percent. Damn, five percent or less, <laughs> or less. Based on who is it? It's uh, Maggie's been talking to online, right? Or she's been posting screenshots. Isn't he calling people libtards? And I, well, I mean, he seems like the kind of guy who. No, that's he's John like... Johnson. That's John Johnson. Oh, oh that's that's John Johnson. That's... Isn't there some Blake yeah, Morton? State Senator Pod. I feel like there's some Blake Moore also. Uh, he, I was thinking he's the kind of guy who keeps trying to say that he is a uh, uh, let's come together and and I'll be friends guy, but he doesn't mean it. He still uses the kind of language that's demeaning to to liberals. Like he, he doesn't take their ideas seriously. He just kind of gives lip service to unity. Kobe, what are your odds? Yeah, so I, I kind of am with John. Like the odds that Blake Moore becomes a person in the mold of Mitt Romney, who stands up, you know, even when his party is doing terrible things, are less than five percent right now because he had a prime opportunity. You know, because there's 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 no, I don't think that there's a lot of backlash to him voting for impeachment in the House. It's like no, this is a very obvious case of like yeah, and he still wouldn't do it, and he's parroting what Kevin McCarthy is telling him to say, and so it's like. Yeah, yeah. You think that he's all of a sudden gonna like find his spine in Washington? No, you don't find your spine in Washington. <laughs> like it doesn't happen. So like, uh, no, I don't it's, know. It's you, low, low. you said he's new. He's he's overwhelmed. I think maybe he gets, you know, a couple of, uh, he makes a couple of good hires. Maybe he gets some good people in his ear. I don't know, dude. I I put the chances at seven percent. So mine worth probably the highest. <laughs> wow. Call me an optimist you did that on purpose. But uh yeah, I know I totally I... waited till the end. Uh <laughs> let's just roll right into Pinky's up thumbs down. We're gonna we're gonna uh keep this show high and tight. My pinky's up really simple. Uh, um I wanna say pinky's up to Dan Matthews, who used to do some really cool stuff. He just won the mayor's um art award for uh multimedia. Dan continues to do really cool stuff with Indie Ogden. They'll now be distributing quarterly into every single person's mailbox in Weber County, like, or maybe yeah, in Ogden cool. City. I don't know. But like, Dan is doing really Weber cool County. stuff, man. Like, he's, yeah, like, yeah. he's doing real cool stuff. He just hired, they just hired Stacey Bernal to be the advertising manager for Indie Ogden. Just like, so much cool stuff happening there. So, Pinky's up to Dan Matthews, Daniel Matthews, and all the cool stuff over there that's happening with Indie Ogden. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, no, thumbs sur- down. Surrounding to- himself with good people, too. Surrounding himself with good people, right? For sure. Yeah, and Dan's a good guy, too. 
You know what I mean? And so just awesome stuff Damn, happening over there. So Pinky's up to that. Thumbs down, I'd say, to to the mayor, dude, to Ogden City Mayor. This whole thing with with Eric Young, the new police chief, kind of has me pissed off because, you know, he's like, oh, you know, like everybody wanted more accountability. Everybody overall, I felt like listening to the way it turned out, they liked Eric Young, I think, overall as a police chief. They felt like he was somebody they could work with. But just the process that they went through and then the mayor being like, well, we just, you know, we blah, blah, blah. And we couldn't like it's like, bro, you could be as transparent as you want. Like, I just hate how he always acts like a victim or that like, oh, well, you know, it's sort of like the Spencer Cox thing where he's always like, oh, well, I'm new to this. And it's like, bro, you've literally been the lieutenant governor for like almost a decade. <laughs> right. You're not new to this. Like, piss off. So, th- you know, thumbs down to that kind of behavior. It's like, dude, just be a leader, man. Be a freaking leader. And he's just not. And it pisses me off. Yeah, kudos to that. I'll, I'll I'll jump on that train. That whole uh, uh, when we were off that whole encampment, um, that whole thing. Mm. He he played the victim card so well during that whole uh, yeah. homeless encampment um, when when the city went and, and and tore everything up. So yeah, I'm gonna give a quick pinky up to um, Betty Sawyer because I was actually really excited when I saw she got in the race and I wished I could have spoken up for her more. That would have been a very exciting person to win that. Um, and, and I'm glad that she stepped up and did that. She did a, a, a unity caravan today for Martin Luther King Jr. Day. She did the March last year that I went to. Like, She's just always doing amazing stuff. And, and the fact that she ran was great. And I feel bad that she didn't make it. Um, so pinky up to her. And I've also got to add on to a pinky up to Dan Matthews because Malik and I are doing this guitar thing, trying to get uh, guitars into the hands of some uh, kids who want them. And uh, Dan Matthews got me in touch with Brad Wheeler. He got me in touch with a pawn shop. Uh, Dan got me in touch with all kinds of guitars for this program. So uh, I love him for that too. So those are my pinkies up. Good. I love it. I love to see you love to see it. John's using both of his things for pinkies up and not taking any thumbs down. No more thumbs down. Just two two straight pinkies up. Yeah. To, I'll take them both. Both yep, at the same time. Both at the same time. That's the kind because that's the kind of guy John is. Takes mm-hmm. two pinkies up at the same time. Um, so with that, we're gonna go right into any uh Andy Ogden Bazaar doesn't start until February seventh. Okay, so there's no real, then there's nothing going on then. No events, just move past it. Yeah. All right. Just move past it. Well, with that, uh, we're going to come to a close here. But before we finish, remember, you can follow us on, you, you can like us on face, Facebook, like the, the show, Junction City Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Um, we're on YouTube. We're actually on YouTube under Deep State Media. And we have a page there that uh, that t- has all of our old content. Um you can actually, while you're there at Deep State Media, take a look at some of the other podcasts that we have. Uh, Kobe hosts Weber State Weekly. That's a, a, a sports show that covers all of like the Wildcats, the high school sports that happen in. Oh, just kidding, just totally joking. Uh, <laughs> go <Shane's> Wildcats. <laughs> Co, uh, Kobe hosts uh, Weber State Weekly every Wednesday. Sometimes we even do some instant reaction shows. So uh, go check that show out. Um, we also help community spread with Kevin Lundell. That show also drops on Wednesdays. He's been doing some great stuff over on his channel. Um, Spooky Sisters, Dare to Rise. There's a bunch of shows, a bunch of stuff that we're involved in now. Um, so please, if you like us, you're going to like their content as well. 
And uh, you should like and subscribe. Rate us. Give us five-star ratings. Share the content with everybody that you uh, – everyone you know within the community, without – with not without the community, but outside of the community – and and make sure people uh, can you know hear this voice, hear the voice here in in, in Weber County, and let's uh, let's let's do some good do stuff. That. Yeah, get get <laughs> some change going. <laughs> let's let's fuck with Spencer Cox this year. How about that? How about that? How about let's let's mess with Spencer Cox this year and some of these other legislative people that you know if they're going to be on Twitter talking about the jazz, I want to hear what they got to say about gerrymandering and and uh, you know what you know what the one that gets me the most is i'm always like spencer what are you talking about what, what's going on with these vaccines bro like i'm sure that you'd love to have the killers around but who's getting vaccines and, and why are we why do we not know about this shit because you've been doing you should have been doing this like last year but he was You're telling me if i tweet spencer cox the killers are going to come to town uh potentially all right i'm gonna do it but they're only coming to the, his backyard, bro. No, actually, they're only coming to Fairview. <laughs> Isn't that where he's from, right? That's his small farm in Fairview. Yeah, he, the humble beginnings. Humble beginnings. Millionaire parents. Uh, yeah, Whatever. so with that. Like we say every week. <laughs> or at least in the past not few weeks. I've been all, saying it every week. All yeah, <laughs> John calls me. John calls me legit. Calls me on Sunday nights, and he's like, "Hey, I said this last week. But I'm going to say this again to you this week." Oh, Paul, this is local. Oh, damn it, Kobe yeah, Johnson. It. No, no, you said it. That's it. <laughs>